and we are live. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Respect the Craft Podcast. This is episode number 25, and I just noticed I lost my guest. So let's give him a second to, <laughs> to jump back in. I was wondering why he was so quiet. I'm like, okay, cool. We're good to go. We're ready to do this. And yeah, we got no guests. <laughs> but in a little bit, we will be joined by the Bushwick Beast himself, Chris Barton. So just give Chris a few moments to uh, to jump back in because he was on the call. Like he was on here uh, a few seconds ago. So just give him a second to... Uh, jump back in so that way we could talk to Chris because we have a lot to talk about today. We got some some upcoming matches to talk about. We got the past weekend to talk about and some more stuff that I definitely want to talk to Chris about because it's, it's, again, he's one of my good brothers. He's one of my good buddies in professional wrestling. So, um, yeah, let's wait for Chris to jump back in. Hopefully uh, we can get a connection again. This is the... the uh, the great part about doing this live, guys. You never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> so uh we'll we'll get Chris in eventually. But um thank you for those that are coming in to watch the podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? Like I said, we will get Chris on here eventually. Um, like I said, he was on the call two minutes ago. Like we start, we did an audio test, everything sounded well, and the minute I went live, <laughs> we lost Chris. So uh, just give us a few seconds to um, to reestablish the, collect- the connection here. But um, yeah, as always, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, especially if you're watching on YouTube, go hit that subscribe. And here we go. We should have Chris now. And he's back. Are we good? We're, we're good. We're live. What happened before? <laughs> it, bro, the minute I click live, you left. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Just, just fucking so we're live, pal. We're live, pal. What's up, everybody? We're live, pal. Hi, how's everyone doing? I went. Holy shit! What the it fuck? was hilarious because I'm like, I, I put up the graphic to do my my intro gimmick, and when I come off it, I notice I'm alone. I'm like, oh, okay, we're, we're doing it live, pal. So it's all good. <laughs> but this is real. This is live. Hey, that's that's the best thing. So now let me do this intro once again. Now that you're here with me as well, so let's do it. Again, welcome everyone. We are back with another edition of Respect the Craft Podcast. This is episode number 25, and I'm joined by my good brother here. He is the Bushwick Beast. He is El Unico. I know him as CTB. It's my good brother, Chris Barton. How's it going, brother? How's everything going, man? What a, that was an amazing intro. Um, you know, it's had a big wrestling weekend, uh, combination wrestling. And progressing, resting up a little bit before I uh, go back to what I do best this weekend, and that's uh, that's kick fucking ass. Sorry if I'm not allowed to curse, but no, cur- uh, cursing is all. We're good here, brother. It's not a it's not a PG network, so we're all good. We're able to say whatever oh. the hell we want. Um, freaking beautiful. <laughs> so, but definitely, that's one of the reasons I definitely wanted to have you on was to talk about the fallout from this weekend because you were busy. You had a busy weekend. Had some some title matches, had some debuts, and a lot more coming up as well. And some other topics that we definitely got to jump into because on the socials it's been a little busy as well. So let's uh 
let's start talking about all this great stuff. But here we go. Again, always bright and early. We got Wes and Kyle in the chat. What's up, guys? Thank you again for supporting. They've always shown their love here. Kyle, Wes, how you guys? We got my great team, guys. This past well. weekend. How's it going, sis? Definitely. They're always showing that support. I always, again, give them their uh, their flowers because they're, they're always showing that support for independent wrestling, and that's always a great thing to see. So before we go into the questions and all that great stuff, uh, I got to ask you again, the podcast is called Respect the Craft. So when you hear that term, when you hear the craft, what does that mean to you? When it comes down to wrestling, when I hear the words uh, respect the craft, it just means like wrestling. You know what I mean? Respecting the guys who go out there and uh, bump their ass off. The guys who go out there and I may not be doing it as much anymore, but, you know, like, respecting the vets, respecting what they have done. Um, so when I hear respect the craft, like, for example, you're appreciating what we do. And, like, I know you had a lot of guys on your show already. And, like, you know, you're giving them the platform to series and stuff like that. So when I hear respect the craft, that's something that I think about. Not you. And no, definitely, it's definitely one of the main reasons why I started this podcast. Because not only being someone that's still in the process of training as well, still uh, respecting it in that way as well, but I love getting to talk about this and give that deeper appreciation for those that have paved the way, those that are continuing to pave that way, and those that are doing it right now. Again, I've gotten to see you from, like I told Dom, we're all in that in that same school down in uh, Woodward. Those early days of sharing the building over there. Again, to see That's from right. those early days now to, again, the the great competitor you are. Like, I showed this picture when I had Dom one. I got to show it again. That now well, Ray, I, I've you. known you. Man. What was, uh, what was that, first, brother? Well, Ray, I, 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 I've known you actually a lot longer than from training. I've known you way before that, man. Um. I've known you for as long as I've known you for maybe about what seven years now. No, no, no. no I was gonna say that, that back was from really the hill, the hill turn. Man, that that takes it back. I know, definitely, and that's why I wanted to bring up too. That again, I got to see you guys again achieve that dream a lot earlier than than some of us. But seeing you from here, and again, going back to those days of again being. In, in that side, oh, we lost him again. Hold on. <laughs> we got this you back. Isn't this amazing? <laughs> hey, that's the great thing about doing this live, brother. But uh, like I was saying, from those days of behind the guardrail, getting to enjoy shows like ICW, getting to be around, again, what we loved, getting to enjoy professional wrestling and indie wrestling and all that good stuff, to then now we are, again, a part of the business and see what you've done developed into – it's amazing, and I'm loving to see it, brother. That that means a lot, honestly. Yeah, it, it's cool seeing all of us. Like we all started out, like so you said, behind the guard, bro. We all started out watching shows. Like we used to go to ICW shows together, House of Glory shows together, uh, Fibro shows together, and stuff like that. Front row to now, like all of us being a part of the business in some way, shape, or form. Like obviously, you're training, you have your show, you have your podcast, and stuff like that. You know, you have your your Twitch streams that you do and stuff like that. You know, I'm wrestling. I'm doing more stuff behind the scenes that I won't get into here. Yeah, that, that's some stuff like that's how I was like, 
I hope he doesn't mention what else I'm doing because I'm doing some stuff behind the scenes that I can't I can't fully disclose. But hey, we're we're still doing great stuff. We're still doing great things, and uh, you know, obviously Isaac has uh, you know violence and suffering that he's doing and stuff like that. So like you know, and obviously Marky, like Marky's doing his thing in his personal life. So it's cool to see all of our growth and progression has like these kids to being like adults now and you know essentially living our fucking dreams, man. Yeah, man. And it's in, it's insane because it, it's we're all we grew up in that same area. We still are like we're still we're still blocks away from each other. Yeah. And it's insane to see, like we said, starting out with that dream, and now again we're all getting to be a part of the business in some shape or form. And it's it's awesome to see where we where we started from to where we're at now. Here's another one, another of our boys here, Olski in the chat. Long live streamer monster. Olski, my brother, man. Um, congrats to you bro like, i know you've been doing your thing matt and like yeah man it's streamer monster lives on man streamer monster if you know you, you have to have been there to know you have to have been there to know that was a that's a time period uh you had to be there <laughs> oh man again those good times and also is another one Lo- love you bro that's another one of the good bros here uh all the way in florida now he's killing it over there having his his dream job as well keep killing it brother yeah, it's amazing seeing seeing the homies live their dreams, man. That there's no better feeling than seeing seeing that happen, you know. Definitely, definitely. So let's get into it now. Let's let's jump in. Like I said, I've gotten to see you. I called you when we started this from the days of CTB. That's how you started out. You got to you started with your training. You got into the ring, had a few matches. You started out trying to find yourself, find the gimmick that's going to work, find mm-hmm. what it is you want to portray yourself out there. So let's go into how did that evolution turn from again. The days of just CTB into now the Chris Barton that we know with El Unico and with the Bushwick Beast himself. How do we get there? How does that evolution? I've actually uh, never told this story public before, so I'll, I'll tell you here. So, uh, 2014, I was in high school, and I was in a backyard wrestling fed uh, BYF. Um, it was basically me and a bunch of my high school friends, and you know we were wrestling at McCarran Park in the turf field. That was where we were wrestling at. And uh, I was coming up with a name. Originally, I was using the name Sick Boy, but I spelled Sick differently. I spelled it the way Slipknot spelled Sick with the parentheses and S-I-C inside. Uh, And then I simply went by uh, CTV. That was always um, – those are my my initials. And that was always my – what I went by, like CTB. So – um. When I stopped doing yard, I started training with uh, Fighting Spirit Wrestling with Joel Maximo. Uh, and then I was training there for about a year on and off. And then I went to FTW in, you know, Woodward Avenue, something like that. Obviously, we were using the House of Glory Dojo. And I was training with Grim Reefer and Matt Stryker. And Matt Stryker was someone who was very vocal about the name CTB because he's like, what is CTB? Like, it's not a a good name and like i took that like kind of personally because that's what everyone knew me as and that's what i wanted to build up as and also during that same time uh kyle the beast started doing uh ktv so i was like well i'm not gonna be ctb and obviously like i wasn't even of age yet to wrestle i think i was only 16 at the time still um so one day i'm playing uh virtual pro wrestling 2 and i'm uh scrolling through the roster and i see mike barton who was a uh, Bart Gunn in WWF? And I'm like, huh, Chris Barton would be fun. And, <laughs> and, then I was, and I was like, oh, fuck, Chris Barton. 
And it's funny because Barton is uh, – it sounds like my real last name, which I won't say on here. But it's No, yeah, I was going to say it kind of it kind of worked out because, again, knowing you as a boy, it's like it, – it, it resembles the shoe. It works. So. Yeah, because Chris Barton is basically half of my, my shoot name. Yeah. So Chris is short for Christian. Yeah. And then Barton, I'm not yeah. going to say what Barton's short for. But, <laughs> I was going to say, don't give off the government here. But, uh, but Barton, <laughs> but Barton, so it all kind of just worked out. And then, like, the Bushwick yeah. Beast persona, like, you know, it's something. When it first happened, it was just a moniker. It was just a nickname. Uh, but now it's it's me. It's who I am. Like, I asked, you know, I had someone ask me, what is the Bushwick Beast to you? And I was like, the Bushwick Beast is someone who went through a lot of pain and adversity his whole life. The Bushwick Beast is someone who has that fighting spirit deep inside of him. The Bushwick Beast is somebody who's willing to fight or fucking die in this business. So that's what the Bushwick Beast is now. Got you. No, and I love it. I love that rugged style. You can see it, like, especially in your promo style, you you have that, that pain in your words. You have that anger. And it translates well because that's what you want to hear in a promo. You don't just want to hear the... I'm going to do this, brother, because this is why. And it's like, no. You want to hear something. You want emotion. Because if not, it puts people to sleep. Like, Yeah. So one one that, person definitely. one person who really helped me a lot in terms of promos uh, is uh, Chris Cage. Uh, Chris Cage was someone who, um, you know, he has his own mind, mindset and when it comes to pro wrestling. And just talking to him and talking to guys like TJ Marconi and talking to uh, guys like that and just – hearing them like do promos and how they do their promos and just being more of like yourself and be more realistic and not the whole, you know, I'm going to beat you this Saturday night at the Elks Lodge, brother. Like, you know, so just being more of yourself. And I remember DJ Hyde was always someone who was like, who is Chris Barton? You know, who, who the fuck is Chris Barton? Which we'll get into obviously a little bit later on, but that was, that comes from, stuff like that. So I do give guys like Chris Cage and Marconi credit for the promo style I have uh, today. Got you. No, and that's definitely, it, it's big because, it, again, having that promo, there's one thing to be able to do it in the ring, but you have to be that completist. You know, you have to have everything because it's a total package. It's being able to cut those promos, show it in the ring, and have that presence for not only the fans, but other peers to see because, again, that's how you get that foot in the door for places. So I can imagine Absolutely. that's always, that's always the importance there. And also, here we go. We got Dom in the chat there. He's live in the gym right now. So, Hey, enjoy it. Get that workout in brother. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Dom, uh, my phone's on do not disturb. So you're not going to be able to call me, but I was on the phone with Dom uh, before I, I uh, hopped on the stream yeah. and he was like, brother, I'm going to call in the stream. <laughs> and I was like, Fuck it. Good luck. He's he's like he's at the gym. He told me he was at the gym. All we're gonna hear is like him grunting as I'm talking the whole time. <laughs> hey, no, but... he, he would do the same thing you did to him because we had the CTV interference during our during his podcast. So you never yeah, know. Yeah, nah, no, that, that was great. I didn't even yo, it's funny because like obviously you brought up uh you, you exposed uh Bob Culture podcast. Hey, he exposes himself because we can tell by now. Like if we're commenting and he's responding that way, it's like, like brother, yeah. we know you're not live. What you got? No, no, no. It's not a, it's not a jab at him because also I get why he does it. He's also he likes to do his little edits, make sure everything's good. What you got? Yeah, hey, sure that's how he used to do properly. mine as well. 
I used to do the same way when I used to record my podcast, but I feel like doing it live, it gives a more organic feel. Because now Absolutely. it's like, like I said, I don't want to filter anything. Whatever you say, hey, it's on you. That's, that's on me. Hey, that's like, on me, that's exactly. It. Like, that's how I tell everyone that comes on. It's like, hey, it's 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 what it is, man. Like, whatever you say, it's going to come out. And it's gonna, that's it. Hey, on the internet. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you are. But I remember, like, you were like, – so I thought that was what it was with Dom. Yeah. So I was like, is this, is this really live? And uh, I was with my friend, and I was just like – I was eating pizza or some shit. And I called Dom after, and he was still on the show. I'm like, oh, so you're live, live. You're actually live. And That's why so, we showed your comment. That's why I was like, I hope he's hearing us, because I'm like, we're live, pal. Like, I could read your comment on air. Man, that was funny. That, that's legendary, though. That's fucking legendary. Uh, there we go. We got, we got someone you definitely know very well. We got Kono saying, fuck this guy, too. Damn, Kono. Fuck this. Kono, what the hell, man? Kono's not a fan of, of his students anymore. He's just saying fuck everybody. Kono, like I love you, Kono, and you just fucking, you know, you bury us. <laughs> you fucking, you bury all of us. Me, Dom, Gabe, Tristan. You just fucking like fuck us, man. Now, nah, honestly though, all, all love to Kono. Kono is one of those guys that I wouldn't be where I am today without Kono. Kono is definitely one of those uh, those influential guys. I remember being 16 years old and he was helping me find a fucking job. Like, Kono is one of those dudes who, like, he always has um, other people's best interests at heart. So, Kono, I know as much as you fucking hate me, I love you. So Hey, it's, it's all I love. That's all it is. It's that I, tough I love because, again, he has to make sure he motivates you guys to keep going and keep pushing because, again, he wants to see you guys do well. And I can imagine he's also looking at it now not only as a former trainer for you guys but also now the promoter side of things. He has his remarkable wrestling going on. I can imagine he's trying to make sure, hey, let me light that fire a little bit so I can get these guys to come work and have good-ass fucking matches. So, yeah, Kono just stay running days and I'm booked, man. <laughs> it, fucking, it fucking makes it mad stressful for me, dude. Holy shit. But, no, honestly, like, Kono, like, Remarkable is great. Uh, I, I watched the first show. Like, Kono has a vision. Kono's going to fucking succeed with Remarkable. So I'm proud of him. Hopefully, hopefully again, that, that works out because I can imagine that's a promotion you have your eyes on as well. Like, we're going to jump into that later. But why not? Jump into it now. We're live now. So uh, live, I can pal. imagine that's that's a company you're looking forward to making your debut there eventually as well. So, Of course. Uh, I haven't wrestled in – I know he runs out of NYWC in Long Island. And um, I've actually never wrestled there in the really? sportatorium. I've I've never I've been there as like to watch like tier one shows and shit, but I've never been there as uh as a wrestler. I never worked a sportatorium show, and it's on my bucket list. I remember my five venues I've always wanted wrestling when I made my debut was, uh fucking, American Legion, which obviously is not around anymore, uh the Elks Lodge, <laughs> La Boom, the Sportatorium, and uh. Fin bars were the five venues okay. I've always wanted to work. I worked three out of the five. Fin bars ain't having having done shows in a while, and American Legion's done. So, yeah. sorry. That, but, that 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 one hurts. Like that one, those good old days of uh, of Fireborough. Which again, Troy's always teasing. I'm like, brother, just 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 give it to us. Let us have Fireborough back. We need to have yeah, Fireborough. Fireborough was great. Fireborough, like it, it it ended right when uh I started like. 
working. Yeah. Like I was, I think they ended what twenty eighteen, like late twenty eighteen, early twenty nineteen. Uh, on there, yeah. yeah. And I don't know. Like I've always wanted to work Fiber. Like I've known Troy for years now, and I remember like going to like the very first Fiber show at the Ludus, and then they started going to the Legion, and then Finbars, and you know. So, listen. Hopefully, if Troy comes back with Fiber, he has my you know he has my Facebook page. No. Or or just gonna start throwing those resumes now, like hey, like like we grew up, Troy. We're not those kids anymore. Man, fuck a resume, what? Troy. I've been supporting <laughs> your shows and putting money in your pocket for years now, man. Like come come on, man. Fucking you know, bring I, me in, bring I, me in, Domin. Fuck it, like I I was trying to be the the politically correct guy, man. Like yeah, we'll we'll, we'll iggy you the resume, like the resume, yeah. <laughs> the resume. Nah, motherfucker, book me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it going here. There you go. He's, he's Kono says June fourth. Keep that day open. Keep June fourth. With my luck, it's probably not. But <laughs> nah. I, I feel uh, like that's also that's a good problem to have though, because that means you're staying busy. You know what? Like, I'm a, I'm gonna check my notes after the stream because like for whatever luck I have, the minute I check my notes, this whole stream goes to shit. Oh no! So I'm gonna check so, it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna check it later. And I will send you a picture of me smiling if I'm open that day. No, that is my go. promise to you, Kono. There we go. There we go. Here we go. We got Pete Rosado in the chat saying big up, big ups to Kono. Remarkable. Also, yeah, Pete was also part of that Fireboro days. Like he got to have some great experiences as well. Those days are awesome, man. Those FBW days, I miss them. Man, at Fireboro was such an underrated company in New York because they were very like they're really good. Like, and they were working with everybody. Like they were working with House of Glory and Tier One and FSW at a time where those companies were all kind of beefing with each other. Let's be honest here. You know, Tier One, House of Glory, Fighting Spirit Wrestling, uh, ICW, yeah. bringing all these companies and all their top guys together. It legit was from, like, Burrows, but it was in a sense it was like it was the original, just like Forbidden Door. Everyone was, was there. Everyone. I remember. Was there. Every- I remember watching Whiplash and Amazing Red. And being like, holy shit, like FSW versus House of Glory. And like that match was fire. And like at the time, like I know how the business is now, but at that time, being really young to the business, not knowing and just seeing as like, holy shit, like that's such a big deal. And Fiber was bringing in guys like the Bucks, they were bringing in Omega, they were bringing in these name guys. And like Fiber was a really good company, man. And like Fiber, I remember the first couple shows, like, you know, they were drawing a little bit, but every show just kept getting better and better and better. And I was at every Fibro show, like every uh, every Friday they had a show. I was there, you know. Once I started working shows, it it started to change. But yeah. no, I feel that, like that 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 was my my thing. Also, like I I always regret like the last year I kind of stopped just because again we started getting into the business. It was a whole different um, uh, thing for it now. But I definitely yeah. like hey, what they were doing. I always give Troy that credit as well. The only promoter to get to bring Kenny Omega. To New York, technically, like yeah. especially this tri-state area in New York, he got to showcase it. So again, Troy, hey, if you if you're listening, we're we're down to to help out, and that comes back. Yeah, so, bro, I, I promise you, if Fibro came back, there a lot of people would go. A lot Absolutely. of people. There you go. Even Kono saying to give him a different picture, though, he doesn't want that smiling one. Is <laughs> is gonna give you the flash phrase? Uh, Flat. There you go. So I got you. Uh, 
it, uh, like like Pete says again, that Omega thing, man. That was that was the biggest thing for a while. Yo, but, Pete, talk about me. Fuck talking about Omega. Fuck talking about fucking Fiber. Talk about me. All right, Pete. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Pete in a little bit too, because we have I have some stuff I want to talk about. I'll talk about with you and perfect. Pete. So we'll get into that yeah, in a perfect. little bit. But let's get into the fallout from this weekend. We got to talk about what happened. We got to talk about the matches you were involved in. So first off, again, I wanted to announce you as one half of the current, but sadly, after this weekend, I have to announce you as one half of the former BCW Tag Team Champions with uh, what happened Saturday. Your thoughts coming out of it? Again, I saw the video. I saw you weren't too pleased with what I can imagine. Again, after a long reign you and Dom had, emotions were high, everything going on. Um let us know what what's going on, man. You Dom good? Like, what what's going on now? Uh, I won't take credit away from the the girls. The girls yeah. went out there. You know, we beat the shit out of them. Uh, yeah, we had a good match, and they, you know, they outsmarted us. That's it. They had fucking that uh, weasel, fucking sleazy, asshole AJ Pan ringside. He had Ray Kalichi ringside. You know, the advantage was on them. And, you know, they got the W. Congrats to them. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to take anything away from them. The two girls won. However, you know, shit has to change at BCW between me and Dom and the company as a whole. Things have to change. Uh, I'm not going to speak publicly on you – know, I'll talk to you off air. I'm not going to speak publicly about um, some of the things, but there's going to be a change. It's going to be a change. Got you, got you. There you go. Again, I hope I hope something is worked out because again, you guys are one of the best tag teams going right now. So I hope oh, maybe something work it out. Yeah, I hope something. We, maybe we, that's we, what that that fire needs to to be lit again. So you never know. We'll see what we, happens. We 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 got something. We got something in the works. There you go. So, but again, from that, maybe that night that that was needed because then the next day you had a a hoss fight. Because you got to make your debut for Pro Wrestling R. Tell right. us a little bit about that. How did that feel to get to be in front of that super crazy crowd there with, with Pro Wrestling R? Uh, how was that as we proceed? How did that feel like for you? Let, let me just say, first of all, Pro Wrestling R is an amazing company. Uh, I walked in there. I got there late, unfortunately, because uh, New York sucks. <laughs> um, but, like, everyone there is so, so great. Like, the locker room such a good vibe. The fans are, like really great fans. They have like a really loyal fan base there. And just being able to work with Devontae's, like the match was was what it was. It was a hot fight. You know, suplexing each other, hard hits, spears, you know, suplexes, like all this stuff, man. Like honestly when the match gets posted uh within a few weeks, I definitely think you should check it out. It definitely was an enjoyable match for sure. Definitely, definitely. No, I definitely support Borussing R. Uh, what Unc Ron are doing there and uh, Jay Fury. Um, they got something great going there. They got something great, and I love the product they're doing. And when I saw you announce, I was like, okay, this is this is that little bit of different, uh, the difference makers he was talking about when he came on the podcast. He wanted yeah, to no, add some player to the roster. And again, to see you and Devontae's go at it, just on paper, I was like, oh, they don't know what they got in their hands. So I can imagine once that match comes out, I, I can't wait to see it. That's yeah, they were definitely great. impressed, and they, they went up to me afterwards and said, hey, like, we, we're not done doing business together, which that alone to me, like, they took care of me, and they made sure I was good. The match itself was great, and like I said, I love the vibe. I can't wait to come back. 
There you go. That's awesome. That's awesome. There we go. We got Matt Awesome in the chat. He's saying, what's up, brother? It says you guys tagged, uh, tagged once. I feel like Matt's tagged with everyone at one point. Matt's always coming in talking about he's tagged with somebody or he's facing one. Matt Awesome gets his gets his uh his work in. <laughs> oh, did we lose you, brother? Oh, you good? Uh, I'm good, yeah. Like it, it was weird for us. Do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, it, it was glitch for a second. Uh what was his comment again? Uh okay. So we got Matt Awesome saying, El Unico, what's up, brother? We tagged once. So much fun. So yeah, saying, let me tell you that, a lot of people. <laughs> I'll tell you that story. I'll tell you that fucking story. It's fucking great. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell the behind the scenes here. On um, this is the first time this, the whole story has ever been told. Only from my brother Ray, I will tell this story for. So, uh, that was for the EMTS show. Uh, uh, okay. So, I I had spoke to Michael Michael Eagle who put it together. I was like, listen, I'll do your show. I'll do your show. No. We lose the connection again. This is the great thing about doing it live, folks. It's it's we we, we got to make it work. So give give CTB a sec. We'll get him back eventually. But um, I I forgot about that match. I forgot about that. We're good. Oh, now we got no sound, brother. Uh, no sound. Oh man, let's 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 check out the chat here. What's up, sis? Saying hey. Um, let's see. Pete's still talking about FBW. Uh, hey, definitely. Okay, let's see. Can we get him back now? Do we have? God, I am so fucking. Oh, this keeps happening. Okay, we're good now. We got audio. We can hear you. Let's get back to kayfabe ten minutes story. <laughs> That's what I'm hey, What did that. I tell you before the fucking stream? I told Ray before the stream that T-Mobile sucks, and that I was so worried the the connection of this call, but we're making it work. So anyway, yes, booked for the fucking show. Uh, hold on. Let's see if we get him back. And he's back. Okay. Okay, my Wi-Fi is reconnected. <laughs> Boom. It's me, Nikolai White, <laughs> and Matt Awesome. Yeah. Versus Robert Saint. Yep. Claw. Yep. And Christopher Rome. Whatever. I know Christopher because he was an FTW student. So this was actually his very first match on a show. So I said, bet. I'm going to humble the kid. So I could have humbled him in a lot of ways. I could have, you know, worked snug, worked stiff. No, I was like, I'm going to have fun this night. Yeah. That was actually the first night I came out to Judy Torres. That was the first night I ever did. Yeah. Uh, so what I did a spot where I chopped Gage. That's his, his, sorry, Christopher Rome. I call him by his shoot. I see Dom and Tristan in the crowd just marking out the whole time. I'm chopping Christopher Rome, and then I put him over my knee. 
I tag in Matt Awesome, and Nikolai comes in. You know, Nikolai's whole thing is drink more water. Matt yeah. Awesome had to chancla, and then I had him over my knee. So Nikolai is waterboarding him while Matt Awesome is spanking him with the chancla. Debut match with his father in the front row and everything. I, I uh... My proudest moment. I'm not gonna lie. I remember. I remember the match. Like all six of you coming out. I can't remember that spot. I feel like I've just tried to forget about that night a little bit. Brother, that's the only spot. That whole the the, uh, the rest of the match was fucking shit. But that spot <laughs> was. Comment, so true though. It's like the story's too great to be told. The feds are watching. <laughs> Bro, I don't even, I don't even know if Pete was there. Ten minutes. It's the kayfabe ten minutes. Pete probably wasn't there, but the stories that have come out of that show are transcending. Oh. <laughs> I just remember getting drunk and flirting with this one girl, Patrice, the whole time. We're not going to say everything, but I can tell I you you flirted with more than one person that night. Who else was I flirting with? We're not going to talk about that on Who else was it? We'll talk about that off here. Wait a minute. No, it was... You it flirted was... with a few chicks that night, Obi. There was only two. I think it was. It was. There was more. <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. We'll talk about it off the air. Uh, sorry, <laughs> April. <laughs> let's, let's let's keep it going because again we got some. <laughs> so that was a great six man right there. Again, hey everyone, everyone gets matches in the outslaunch. That's always a good exactly. Never know what could happen. But speaking about that, let's talk about this now. We're talking about matches that have happened. We're talking about the past, but let's talk a little bit about first. We're going to show a clip actually okay. from my interview with Dom last week, where he threw when I was asking him about who you guys want to face in the future. So we're gonna we're gonna watch the clip and we'll be right back. Perfect. Let's put that then. Okay. Let's say a tag yeah. team because again, you guys are tag champs. We're already looking forward to again just moving through this law enforcement traumas again. <clears throat> they're 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 done with after this Saturday. How about a team again? Don't you don't have to give me your first choice because I know you're gonna want to make sure you. Anthony Cole hears that. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. There we go. You heard that, that's DCW. It. You heard that here live on uh, Respect the Craft. East Coast Syndicate versus the SAT. There you go. And I, I definitely know that Theos are watching the podcast, so we'll definitely let them know. It's 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 loud and clear here. You guys want the SAT. Is that all three? You guys just want Jose and Joel? I'll t- we'll take you know all three, man. I just said I'll throw him a beating, but we'll just recruit Desmond Cole because he is the homie. We'll, we'll do a trios, man. There you go. So thoughts out of that? Because that, that sparked a little bit of interest because then, because again, I got to do it for the podcast. I got to get the, the clickbait videos out there. So I also made a few graphics. So we put this out in the universe. I like that. We put this out in. Hold on, let me make sure I got everything out there. We put out that also in the universe because from that match, Tristan in there. We 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 got Theo Mac jumping in and saying, "Hey, wait, how about me and the SAT versus you guys?" So your thoughts on all that? Like again, chance of East Coast Syndicate versus the SAT. You talked about it. You got to train a little bit at Ludus. You got to be under the learning tree of Joel Maximo at one point. So what would that be like for you to come full circle and face one of your first trainers in a matchup like that? Man, I'm going to tell you this right now, unfiltered and uncensored. 
straight up, because it is. I've been wanting a match with the SAT for years now. Before they even had this little comeback, I've been asking for a match with the SAT. When we were the BCW Tag Champs, before we even had the titles, actually, when we were still in BCW fighting for the right to be champion, we were saying we want SAT. Fuck the politics that happened before. Fuck all the negative opinions they had about Joel from back in the day. We want a match with Joel Maximo and Jose Maximo. Because the SAT is one of the most legendary teams. If you are a wrestler in the Northeast and you don't have respect for the SAT, you should not be here. Straight up as it is. Guys like the SAT, the Hit Squad, Low Key, Red, Reefer, all those guys, you must fucking respect if you are a wrestler in the Northeast and even in the wrestler in general. If you don't respect those guys, you should not be here. Straight up. So, in terms of SAT, yeah, I would love a match with the SAT. That would be a dream match for me, and I definitely believe it's possible. They're on a whole other level right now. I've had some people saying that they're better now than they were before. What happens when you have a wiser, much more calculated SAT? And this is exactly what it is. This is exactly what it is, straight up. And honestly, I want the smoke with the SAT. And if Mossamag wants to get involved, let's get involved too. Matter of fact, why don't you have his squad SAT against myself, Dom? Fuck the beef between Dom and Gabe. They'll make up for that one night and bring in Tristan in the mix. And we do Atomico style. We do 4v4. East Coast Syndicate above the rest Ooh. against Hit Squad SAT. I'm with the well, shit. I gotta make another graphic. <laughs> yeah. Nah, put that work in, bro. I'm I'm dead ass about this shit. I am uh, so dead ass. I would, I would love to see that because again, when you're talking about it, like I love the Theos, I love SAT, I love Hit Squad, and seeing they're still in the best shapes of their lives. They're still killing it. Again, SAT's been making their waves. They just faced the Hardy Boys not even a week ago. Yeah. So they're making their towns. And again, like I said, not to just put you over because you're on the podcast, but you guys are making your waves as well. You guys, again, had a little bit of a misstep on Saturday. Hey, it happens. But you guys are still one of the best tag teams going right now. So, and again, Tristan Ty, he's making his waves in MOW, making his waves still in the independence as well. Gabe, what is there more to say about Gabe other than he's doing it, fight or flight style? So I would love to see that, that Atomico matchup happen. Again, yeah. graphic will be coming out later today. You'll see it. <laughs> I, I want to see who has work. the balls to make it happen. That's the biggest thing. Because a lot of companies are straight capping in terms of uh, doing the best thing. No. There ain't no company that will make that match happen. No. And if there is one, then you got some fucking balls. There, there sure. you go. I, I, I threw it out with this graphic. I was like, I'm hoping because I hope. White Henny listens to this and he he starts booking it some some stuff up because I feel like this has to happen at Project because they've been they've been talking about making a difference they've been talking about bringing something different to the table bringing a cross generational matchup like this bringing that eight that that eight man Atomico do something like that or again this is another matchup I was gonna ask you your thoughts on because Theo even straight up asked you one on one. Chris Barn versus Monster Mac. Get those suplexes in. Let's do it. How about I've that? been asking for I've been calling on Mac for about a year and a half now. Titan don't got the balls to do it. They don't straight up. So I want to smoke a Monster Mac. I don't care where it is. I don't care where. 
Monster Mac is one of my dream matches. I want the smoke. And as a matter of fact, before I, I, I get off topic here, let me just say this. I see that TakeOver wants to throw their hat in the mix as well and talk about how they want to go up against the hit squad and stuff like that. Listen, TakeOver, if y'all want the smoke with us, come through as well. I don't care. I don't mind giving SAT the smoke. I don't mind giving Hit Squad the smoke. And I don't mind giving TakeOver the smoke either. Straight up. There you go. Again, those fight words. That's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear from a beast. Bushwick Beast himself. Fuck hey, we got more chat. We got Scarecrow. What's up, brother? You're Scarecrow, what's up, bro? So that's that's great right there, though. Again, that hunger. Everything, everything's about the call out. But that's also what I was gonna bring up when we we're talking about Pete earlier. There was a time you were calling out Yaya himself when when we are wrestling was coming around. You were you were issuing that challenge. And again. You, you're a man of your word. When you want something done, you're you're persistent on that. So tell us about that. Like, you stepped up and you guys got to finally, for at least for a little bit, get to cross that path. How was that for you? So August of last year, I was telling P.E.O.P. I want to match with Yah. Yah is someone I knew from BCW. Someone that I seen fucking kill it. His stuff in Battle Club was crazy. His stuff in Brie Combination Wrestling was crazy. Yaya, even I can say this now, is one of those top guys, in my opinion. So I was like, yo, put me in the ring with Yaya. He didn't want to listen. So the card's full. I bet. Bought a ticket, because he desperately needed that money. I'll tell you that. Paid my ticket. Yaya was talking shit to me. Yaya was talking shit, straight up. I was second row. I was sitting next to my boy Isaac and Matt Awesome. And he was talking that shit to me. So I went in there and I took his head off. A few months later, for it was all a dream. It was myself versus Yah. Beat the ever-living shit out of Yah. And got the dub. May have had a little bit of help. May have some motivation from Dom. But I got the dub. So now, you got the East Coast Syndicate and we are wrestling. And I know Yah's probably still pissed off. So Yah... Here's the shot. We are wrestling's coming back. We, you know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. They're coming back. I want to see what friends you got. And if you could get a partner that has the balls to get in the ring with me and Dom, come step up. Well, then, there you go, guys. That is that, that challenge been issued. I hope Pete's still watching because uh, Pete, be Booker Man and Set up the contract. Let's see Set it. Up. ECS yeah, one more time. And uh, we are wrestling. So You know Yaya, Yaya ain't fucking done. You know Yaya isn't going to let that it let him. He ain't going to take that out. He ain't oh, going to take it. Hey, there's the Booker man himself. He's just, como, como, como. Hey, we'll, we'll say it in Spanish. Contrato ahora. That's, that's money. That's a money match, brother. All I'm saying. He cut the hey, check. Pete, we we, used, we'll to, we used to brainstorm neck. these ideas, uh, Pete. Come on. I'll, I'll give you some, some advisement on this matchup as well. We'll talk like we used to. But let's keep it going. Because, again, from that, you're making your impact some other places as well. And like we were talking about with Isaac earlier, he wanted to put you to the test. Because, again, he might be your boy. He might be my boy. But when it comes to business, it's about seeing who really can hang in there. Yep. So when it came to VXS a few months back, 
he puts you in with one of the best out there, one of the vets, the OGs himself, Black G's. How was this matchup? How was this for you? How did you feel to get to step in there and test yourself with Blackout's own Black G's? Man, I used to watch G's for years now. I was watching G's back in the CZW days. And honestly, when he told me I was going to wrestle G's, I was hyped. Nervous. It's very rare that I get nervous in matches. It's very rare. This match, I was like, all right. He's legit. And look where he is now. He's an NWA. He's one of the top guys there. And I had a match with Black G's. And I gave Black G's the fucking smoke. He picked up the dub because obviously he got the experience. He got the knowledge. He got the skill. So he beat me. That doesn't mean that I don't got his respect. As a matter of fact, I know I got his respect because a few months after that, I also gave him the smoke again with TJ Marconi in the ring as well and Encore in the ring as well. Hey, uh, hey, Black G's, how does that 310-pound ass feel on that fucking chest when I fucking hit you and Encore with that monster driver? Base don't feel good, huh? Maybe you would have won the Crockett Cup had you not been taking that move. Damn, there you there you have it. Which again, I, I love hearing that because that shows that magic worked. It gave you that motivation. It gave you that hunger to want some more. You want more of that. You want those OGs. You want to show your respect. Which I also I forgot to pick up that flyer, but hey, we'll still talk about it. There was another OG you got to face a little while okay. ago for for Theo Max anniversary show. You got to be a part of that and face another than Low Life Louie. How yep. is that for you? Again, you from you're another one. Like I said, we've been we've been we've been friends for years. We grew up watching a lot of the similar stuff. You respected mm-hmm. JPW just like I did. Of course, you grew up watching that. You grew up watching what they were creating and paving that way for us. So facing off against Low Light Bluey in a matchup that Theo Max said, "Test yourself here. You want to prove you should have been a part of JPW? Here you go." So with a matchup like that, what did that mean for you, man? Just even leading up to that match, <clears throat> I was going back and watching Low Life Louie matches. And I was watching stuff from USA Pro. Stuff with uh, Low Life Louie wrestling guys like Danny DeMonto. Wrestling guys like Homicide. Wrestling my trainer, the Grim Reefer. How Low Life Louie wrestling Terry Funk. Just watching all of these matches that Low Life Louie did and realize that there's so much more to this man than what people make him out to be. Because when people hear Low Life Louie, they think, oh, he's that deathmatch OG. Nah, he's a lot more than that, man. I've seen him kill it with Homicide. I've seen him kill it with the Grim Reefer. I've seen him kill it with all those guys. So when I had that match with Low Life Louie, that was a very important match for me. You know, I took that match 100% seriously. I didn't care what the outcome was of the match. As long as I got to share the ring with someone like that, someone that I respect... That's all that mattered to me. And you know what? There's more JAP guys that I want to smoke with as well. Dan Moth, Monster Mac. I obviously want to talk about New York OGs, guys like Ghost Shadow, Homicide, Grim Reefer. I want mm-hmm. to smoke with all them, man. I want it. I want to wrestle all the OGs because in order for me to prove myself, I need to go up against these guys. I need to go up against my predecessors. And I need to beat each and every single one of them and earn each and every single one of their respect. Mm. 
It's funny you talk about that because, again, we mentioned them earlier, but let's talk about this. Again, I'm not sure. You might be busy on their next show, but I know you are part of Project Codename Wrestling. Yeah. And I can imagine with the names you're mentioning, I know a lot of them are also part of that project. So, again, El Mayave himself, White Henny Miguel Sosa, the boss man, TJ Marconi, hope they're listening because, uh, Maybe that needs to happen again. Make some money, guys. Have some of those those clash of styles because again, someone needs to do it. Someone needs to be able to make their money. So, why not? Listen, they already got Ghost Shadow. We already got Smokes. You already got Moth. You already got some of those guys there. So, what's up? You got Black G's there also. Black G's in there yep. too. Jesus all these guys. confirmed. And from what I'm hearing, Max not too far behind. I'll make sure I ask him. His thoughts on it because I'm gonna announce it here as well. Because why not? We're live, pal. I can finally announce this Thursday, Glory Days podcast is debuting oh, on the channel. It's man. gonna be me and Theo Mac. Once a month, we're doing an old school style podcast. It's gonna feature guests from the past. I can confirm right now. Eric Corvus, aka Corvus Fear from the JP days, is joining us to talk some Bye. stuff. And a few more people. You never know who can show up on that podcast. Cause it's gonna be a bad. It's almost just stepping into that, that that uh, forbidden door a little bit. So you never know. But you gotta uh, watch yeah. that. That's pretty fire. That's fire. You definitely gotta check it out because I know you love that JP and all that those old day stories. Because again, that's what we grew up on. We respected their craft. We respected what they were doing. And again, shout out to what they did and thank you for paving that way. But now we we're talking about the past. But let's talk about the future here because you got some stuff coming out this summer as well. So let's talk about one of the confirmed dates here because we got the Inferno Fight Club. You That's right. That roster, their volume one taping is coming July the 16th from the Knights of Columbus itself in Richfield Park. Let's talk about that. Your feelings about going into the Fight Club. They just announced their first fight happening with Gabriel Sky and with Rob Martyr. Your thoughts on how the roster is shaking up. Is there anyone you have your eyes on there? That's already been announced. Casanova Valentine, you're a bitch. Straight up. Well then. Casanova Valentine, you're a bitch. You don't want the smoke with me. I've asked to have the smoke with you for years now, and you've ducked me every time. For someone who claims he wants to be Brooklyn Black Death, you seem to be a real punk pussy when it comes to the Bushwick Beast. So I'm one who likes to shoot my shot. So July 16th, Casanova Valentine, if you have the balls or Satan's cock in your hand, why don't you accept my challenge July 16th? Straight oh, up. There you go. Again, looks like I'm going to have to make some graphics. But uh, <laughs> look, look at that. We're throwing that out there. Who knows what happens July 16th. Again, the show's looking to – it's starting to pick up some pace here. It's starting to fire up. No pun intended. So uh, I like that. July 16th, the <laughs> club comes. To Ridgefield Park. But also, there's another show that's going to happen that same month, same time frame almost, As uh, and you've been showing your interest here. Let's talk a little bit about this show here, Guts and Glory. Guts and Glory. So uh, you've been showing your interest. Could it be because the SAT is confirmed? Or is it just an interest on the company itself? Talk to us about that. What are your What's your interest here with, uh, with Guts and Glory? It's funny. Uh, I filmed my thoughts last night. Oh, I filmed my thoughts last night 
I sent it over to a few people. If Guts and Glory has the balls, it'll be up on their page real soon. If not, I guess I got to post it myself. There you go. So we'll, we'll just leave it at stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Stay tuned because uh, maybe maybe that's what we'll see in Guts and Glory. We'll see the, the Bushwick Beast make his impact there as well. Because, again, like I said, SAT is confirmed. There's a lot. There's There was a more of a roster they announced, but hopefully everything can come back into fruition because they had announced guys like, again, the guy you mentioned, Daddy Moff. JT Dunn was confirmed. Mike Verna. And some more names as well. You never know who could show up. So, again, the summer's going to heat up in Knights of Columbus, so I'm looking forward to it. That's definitely a show I'm looking to to uh, to see. That's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So, again, from those shows that we're talking about, Competitors we're talking about. Let's put this out there now. Again, you like okay. to shoot your shots. So let's let's start shooting a little bit. Okay. What are some promotions you want to work for? Because also I was gonna ask, now that they're back and running, you were also like we talked with Dom, like we talked with Desmond Cole last night. You guys were a part of the dojo system. You guys got to be with CZW for a bit. Is that a place you're looking to make a return to this year? Is that a place you wanna? Put your foot your your foot in not only in their dojo, but now on the actual product itself. Let's go into that. Shoot your shot. What are places you want to go to in 2022? Be it tri-state area, be it out of the states, hell, be it out of the country. Where do you want to make your impact in 2022? Well, besides my dream being Japan, I won't bring up anything in terms of Japan just yet. But when it comes to CZ Dub, I dedicated about two years of my life to that dojo war system. And, you know, I got an opportunity to work a main CW show, Lyle's uh, tribute show, rest in peace, Lyle. Uh, but other than that, if CCW asks me for an opportunity to work, I will. Otherwise, I honestly don't care. Straight up, I don't. Uh, if they wanted to use me, they would have used me before. But obviously, they have uh, an idea of what they want to do and who they want to use. So, you know, God bless them. They can do what they got to do. In terms of places I want to work, Pro Wrestling Grind, Rip Bison. Let's be straight up. I messaged you months ago before Grind even had their first show. And then now you're ducking me now. So, Pro Wrestling Grind, I want the smoke. And I want the smoke of Rip Bison, straight up. Limitless Wrestling as well. Hell, I want to wrestle Limitless. On Wrestle Blitzkrieg Pro, Beyond Wrestling, the Wrestling Open. I want to wrestle in the West Coast. That's one of my goals to wrestle in the SoCal area. That SoCal wrestling scene is crazy. That's where I want to go. I want to go anywhere and everywhere I can. Paradigm Pro Wrestling as well, with the UWFI rules matches, the Contender Series. That's what I want to be a part of. I want to fuck people up, and I expect to get my ass beat as well. Because I give the smoke, but at the same time, I expect to get the smoke back. And if you can't give me the smoke, then you're a punk pussy. Straight up. There you go. So, okay, we're talking places now. We talk about where you want to go, the dreams you want to go. Let's talk some opponents now. Okay. You throw out some names, but let's hear some more. Let's hear some people you got your eye on. Who are we shooting a shot at? You want to lit, bro. First of all, Rip Bison. Straight up. Rip Bison. Casanova Valentine, you're a bitch. You already know this already. I want big beef, you know, some big beef. Steve Pena is another bitch as well. I want to match with Steve yeah. Pena. Put that five-point title on the line as well. You haven't defended it since you won it. So, but me against Pena. Who else I want to smoke with? 
SAT, get the smoke, prolific, main event. Um, MSP, you get the smoke. Yaya's going to get the smoke again in a few months. Um, yeah, I, I'll fight anybody, bro. I'm going to be real honest with you. I'll fight just about anybody. I fought two blonde bitches this past Saturday. You really think I'm not going to be... Like, come on. Let's be straight up here. I'll fight anybody. If you want the smoke, I'm get the smoke. There you go. So, are you ever, guys? Again, list of some places. List them some victims, possibly. There you go. That's what that's what Chris Barton got on his plate right now. So, again, we talked about everything. We talked about upcoming shows. We talked about the past. We talked about your future aspirations. But now let's go into my final question I ask everyone. Because, again, going through all this, going through everything you want to do and hopefully achieving everything you want to do, when all this, when the dust settles, what's the end goal for you? What is the end goal for Chris Barton for the Bushwick Beast himself? Well, if I'm able to accomplish my dreams and accomplish what I want to do, which is be the biggest star in Japan, that has always been my dream. Uh, Afterwards, my dream, hopefully if I have a shit ton of fucking money, Open up a sandwich shop. Uh, Axe, train, book. Uh, all that stuff, man. Honestly, if I... People... I was having this conversation with a friend of mine. People chase their dreams. Not many people accomplish their dreams. What happens to those who accomplish their dream? What's next? After you live your dream, what do you do next? So honestly... There's so many goals I have and so many things I want to do that if I'm able to even do half of that stuff, then I'm truly blessed and I'm truly grateful. But the sandwich shop would be pretty dope. Hey, hopefully everything happens, brother. Hopefully. I can Bar and scuche frito in Tokyo. That's what I want to have. Bar and scuche frito in Tokyo. You just walk through Tokyo and you see bar and scuche frito and it's like packed. I want to be like the Gordon Ramsay of fucking Japan. There you go, brother. Which again, I hope everything accomplishes for you, brother. I know you're killing it. Thank you. Continue to kill it. And I hope, again, everyone that listened in, everyone that's watching, and to those that are going to listen after, because you know I got to put those clickbait videos out now. Because again, you gave nope. me a whole list. So I got to, now I got to go to work and make some graphics. But, brother, uh, listen, that, that's what's going to, yo, listen, you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. But thank you so much for coming on, brother. Don't forget, guys, as well. Go and support my brother. Again, links are going to be in the, in the description down below as well. But go follow him as well on Instagram, official underscore Chris Barton. We got right. him on Twitter there, at Beast Barton. But also, I'm, right. I'm going to shoot now here because Chris likes to shoot. Yo, let me get a follow on Twitter. How we homies? I don't, I don't follow, follow you on Twitter. Twitter. I don't. I was just checking out for the podcast. You don't follow me on Twitter, man. I got you. I got you. Homies? <laughs> Bro, I barely use Twitter. Twitter is so fucking difficult to use. I don't even be on Twitter. I'm on Twitter for that other thing that I do. I won't, can't say it, but uh, yeah, Twitter sucks. I hate Twitter. I hate social hey, media. You got to use it, man. Again, that's that's the best marketing tool for us. That's something, again, I've talked to all the OGs about. I've talked to so many guys about that social media now is our biggest tool. Because look at what we're doing right now. We're on a podcast across four different platforms right now. It helps. This is... And look at that. Pete, Pete took notice of your list right now. He says, let's just say we are wrestling. Definitely took notice of that list. Good. Mm. Book it. There you go, Pete. So hopefully you got some names to add to your, to your roster coming soon. 
And again, let me let me get a call too, Pete. I'm free, I think. Yo. <laughs> I'm free for those dates, hopefully. So let, let's let's get back to work, Pete. Let's, oh, yeah, let's reunite the team. But uh, as always, Chris, thank you so much for coming on, brother. It's been a pleasure. Again, guys, go check him out. Go check out his upcoming shows. Go check out his social media so that way you never forget when what he has coming up and all that great stuff. Also, go buy the merch. He has some awesome merch as well on Pro Wrestling Tees and other stuff as well. So as always, go follow my brother. As always, guys, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, respect the craft, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.